and welcome to the People Chronicles Storied Women. My name is Anna Rose Ingara Milch, and I am your host. I am also the author of Lunch with Lucille. Lunch with Lucille is a story of how one woman's life impacted another woman. And so here on Storied Women, we bring women from our community to share their stories so that we can learn from them as well. And today, good morning. And today, my guest is Stacy Taylor. Good morning, Stacy. Good morning. <laughs> I'm going to let you introduce yourself, okay. and then I'm going to ask you that magic question. So first up, tell, just tell us a little bit of who is Stacy Taylor. Okay, my name is Stacy Taylor. I am the president of the local branch NAACP. I am also a commissioner for the Reading Human Relations Commission. Um, I'm a mother of three. Um, I'm and I'm servant of the community. I'm here to help and assist wherever possible. Yes, and, I, and I know you do, uh, you're a recent graduate of? Yes, I'm a recent graduate, graduate of the Leadership Berks Program from Alvernia. Um, we will actually be walking on June the 14th to receive our certificates. So yes, I'm pretty excited about that. That is exciting, that's really, and because I know that you were working on that, the uh, a very, um, community-focused project of the 18th in the 18th Ward in the 18th for the 18th Wonder. Yes, that was my service learning project, um, part of the requirement of the course. Um, so yes, I was excited to work with that group and community um, to come up with a plan, a strategic business plan for um, the next couple of years on how to um, revitalize and grow the business community in the 18th Ward. It's exciting. It's yes. very exciting. Okay, so here's the question. Okay. What is it that, what's the one thing that you want us to remember from the chat? What's the take, what's today's takeaway? Today's takeaway is that um, I'm committed and dedicated to my community, uh, wanting to share whatever experiences and knowledge that I gain along this journey in life with others um, to help improve their lives where at all possible. So that's what I hope to people can take away from this conversation. So how, how does somebody, how do, you, how do you get involved in that? I mean, how, you know? Well, my family has always been service oriented. Um, my grandfather used to own a uh, rubbish removal business in the community along with his brother. Um, so in that capacity, yes, it was a business service business, but they were also giving back. Um, they helped to build um, my church um, home, that of which I attend is the St. John Missionary Baptist Church. Um, laying the brick mortar foundation, um, they were part of that process. You mean they actually built? Oh yes, they oh, okay. actually built the building. Um, so what year are we talking? Uh oh, I think what's will be seventy five years old next year. Oh wow! So yes, my family was a part of that. Um, but then just with the works that they do within the community, my grandmother was always giving back, and so my aunts and my uncles, my mother, um, they're a part of um, other organizations within our church. And uh, within the community, um, there's the CARE program. I don't want, know what the acronym actually stands for, but my aunt works with um, Bishop um, Robert Brookins uh, through that Holy on Trinity. But, That's on Buttonwood Street, yes. Street, yes. They have a CARE program that works with the youth, and they help to provide them with um, you know, um, camping assistance during the summer, like a summer's camp for the kids. Mm -hmm. um, I, th I think it's centered around you know, keeping them away from drugs and just educating them on the aspects of what could actually happen. Um, then my mother, she's a part of the um, Pennsylvania Baptist State Convention, um, the women's organization. She works with the, you know, the women in that group uh, along with um, a project of theirs which is called Camp Central. Camp Central is um, a piece of land that's owned by um, the Pennsylvania State Convention, it's up towards 
Fredericksville, I believe. And um, she works on that endeavor to raise money for the camp so that kids can go to camp during the summer and they um, provide them with, you know, with housing and things. Uh, give them an opportunity to be outside and exposed to, you know, um, something outside of the urban environment. And so because of that and the things that they do um, with these different organizations, it was only natural for me to somehow get involved. And um, a, a friend from our church, um, Elaine Robinson, she kept at me for years. She's like, Stacy, I need for you to come to the NAACP. And I'm like, okay, all right. And then my aunt, um, Rosalind George, who passed away, she used to work for Mercy um, Community Pregnancy Center. Um, she too was at me about doing some type of volunteer work. And I'm like, why are they at me about doing volunteer <laughs> So I'm like, okay. I mean, it's not like I hadn't. I've, I've taken my kids to the shelters and we fed, you know, people that needed meals at Thanksgiving time, Christmas time. So it's time, situational type of thing. Right. Yeah. So things like that, but not where I was so involved um, in giving back and trying to help. So because of those two women, um, every year I host a table at the Rosalind George's Ladies Tea for Mercy. Um, again, to help raise money for that organization and you know um, what they're about. They're a faith-based organization to help not just women, but men also, families. Um, they don't want to say necessarily in crisis situations, but you know, pregnancy sometimes can be a surprise for a lot. Um, becoming sure. a parent unexpectedly um, because of a certain event that has happened. Um, so they help those families. Um, to not only uh, administer the word of God to them, but also to help them with their needs, supplying Pampers, formula, and what have you. But just to give them a good support system. So I do that every year. And then with regards to the NAACP, it started off more of just being a behind the scenes person, um, getting involved with their Freedom Fund Gala, which is their largest fundraising event for the year. Um, I'm, I've never been one to be in the front of, um, whatever it is that I'm involved in, I always want to be behind the scenes, so to speak. So um, that's how I got involved with the NAACP. And then from there, I just kind of like progressed as far as my membership was concerned with my involvement. And now today, um, this is going on my fourth year, I'll be the president. So that's wonderful. Here we are. That's wonderful. <laughs> yes. That's wonderful. So what I hear you saying, and I think what's really important is that you come from a long line of people who are fully engaged in their community. Mm -hmm. And so you have watched them. Yes and you have watched them take care of their neighbors mm -hmm. and and therefore you have done the same yes yeah. i've tried to um that's what i hope that people take away from any time that i'm involved with something is that um, she's willing to give back she wants to give back um she wants to help um it's i think it's so important it's necessary because if we're going to live here we might as well help one another yeah it I, makes I life a lot easier it so. sure does I think that's a good point that you make. You know, if we're gonna if we're gonna live here and we're gonna live together, we might as well be working on this together. You know, I just uh, otherwise, I, when we separate or, or when we don't even recognize the needs of our neighbors, then we then what then what is it all about? I mean, are we blind? I mean, you know, if you, if you can't see it, right. you know, and there's so many different ways you can help. Like you have just rattled off a whole list of different ways that you are so fully engaged in the community. I mean, there's just so many things that we can do, you know. Mm -hmm. So tell me what you do in the Human uh, Relations Commission. Human Relations Commission, I'm a new commissioner, newly, newly appointed. Um, we hear information with regards to uh, the concerns of um, people in the community. They could be um, job-related concerns, um, discrimination, um, just um, complaints, um, workers' comp, what have you. Um, 
then housing issues uh, where there's some tenant landlord disagreements. We listen to things about that. But um, mainly the component that we deal with is educating, educating people to understand what their rights are as um, a, a renter for rental property, um, understanding you know what their rights are as far as an employee for an employer, um, should you wish to file a disagreement or complaint with your employer. Um, so that's what we mainly do. We hear the complaints from the um, citizens in the community with regards to housing and um, employment. So do you go around to the community and, and, and share the information or do, they, do the people come here, come to the you? The people mainly come into the office. Uh, we have a director, Kim Talbot. Kim goes in the community and she provides the um, training workshops. So the, as a commissioner, we basically just hear the complaints when she brings them back. Mm -hmm. uh, people are able to walk into the office um, at 8th and Washington. Um, they're able to go into the office at City Hall and um, file their complaints and or just maybe sit down and have a conversation with her if they believe that they may have been somehow been you know discriminated against and or whether or not something has occurred that they're unsure about. So she'll help them with that. She also helps um, with uh, water issues with the Reading Water Authority. She works with that component as well. So we kind of like help people in a lot of different areas, um, but um, just mainly sit down, have a conversation, find out what's going on, and then try to figure out what's the best way. What can we do? Um, and then if there are any laws, anything that may have been broken that we need to you know, discuss and say, well, we believe that this is, you know, has occurred or what have you, and then they take it from there. Yeah, helping people seems to be at your yeah. core. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I think that's my calling. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah it is. It, it, yeah, uh, the the extent that you do it, I think it really sounds like yeah, a calling. Yeah. yeah, maybe we get you a little nun's hat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know about a nun's hat, <laughs> but um, yeah, you know. but it it really is. I mean, you know, I, I think it's really important, and I what and what you do, and I think that you know, of the little that I know of you, is that you model your life and you just do. And that's a great way, I think, to model, for, especially for the generations behind us, laterally as well, I mean, for other women and other men, but also, though, for the generations that come behind us. This is how we do it. This is how it's done. Right. You know, it's, I think it's really very important. And I know you have a big uh, weekend coming up in June. Yes, we do. We have Juneteenth coming up. That's our celebration of the um, Juneteenth holiday. The, it, um, it, explain to us what the Juneteenth holiday is, because I didn't know until you told me about it. <laughs> okay, um, don't, no, don't quote me on the dates. Okay, but um, I believe it was in 1865, after two years after the Emancipation Proclamation had been signed, Texas was the last state in the Union to find out that slaves were free. So they they just didn't get the memo. Somehow or another, they didn't get the memo. <laughs> so um, once they found out, um, it was June 19th, actually is the date that the um, holiday is celebrated. Um, they decided that at that point we're going to recognize the fact that slaves are free and we're going to celebrate the occasion. So within 43, 48 states throughout the U.S., it is now a recognized holiday that is celebrated um, sometime during the course of the weekend or the week of June 19th. So for us here in Reading, uh, this is not the first celebration. Um, I've taken... Um, an opportunity to kind of merge um, the celebrated events that we've held with um, ACOR, uh, which was a group um, organized with Ed Terrell, along with um, the Central Pennsylvania African American Museum, um, Mrs. Mildred Gilliard, her organization. We've kind of merged the, the two together, I've tried to uh, put together um, the highlights from each of those um, celebrations to come up with a weekend that we're actually doing. Um, Friday night, which is June the 15th, we will be um, announcing 
um, so to speak, Juneteenth to the community. And then we will be recognizing Unsung Heroes with a program at um, Bethel AME Church at 6 p.m. And then that's a Friday night. That's Friday night. Okay. Then Saturday morning um, at 8 a, 8 a.m. we will be hosting. When I say we, I mean the NAACP will be hosting its first 5K run walk event. <laughs> I know I'm going to do that. Well, thank you very much. But I'm walk. I'm walking. Oh, that's fine. No, that's no fine. running allowed. No, that's fine. <laughs> um, it was something that I had on my bucket list. <laughs> And one of the initiatives for the NAACP is a health component. And so I figured, hey, what better way than sure. to have a 5K run walk? That's a great idea. Right. So um, last August, we started um, walking clubs, trying to get the word out to people to um, use the walking clubs as a way to prepare and um, train for the 5K run walk. Well, we, we weren't all that consistent, but we tried. <laughs> so we, we did make an effort. Um, so the walking clubs will begin again, hopefully this week, once we get past the rain. And we'll be, you know, like I guess, like I said, working towards that goal of having the 5K. That'll be at 8 o'clock. That's um, on River Road down by Rack. Then at 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. on the lawns at the Burks Lodge, number 47, um, on 237 Walnut, we'll be hosting the family barbecue. And that's just... Um, People in the community coming out to a free event where we'll have food and entertainment, um, games for the kids, and of course, that educational component. Uh, we have a, a few um, resource vendors, Alvernia College, Albright College, uh, Penn State, um, Safe Burks, I believe will be hosting a table. Um, Teen Burks Matter will be hosting a table. So we have quite a few um, resource vendors that will be there sharing their information with the community and then just hoping that people have a good time then Sunday we will close out the weekend um, celebration with church services at Zion Baptist Church um, on Washington Street and so that will commence the um, celebration this year I'm looking forward to an exciting event I hope a lot of people such as yourself will come out not only for the 5k run but and stay with us the entire day and just have a good time. Yeah, that's my plan. I'm planning to stay with okay. you the entire day. All right, good. <laughs> Provided I'm still alive after the 5K run, I'll be fine. We'll fine. make sure you have plenty of nourishment. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take care of you. I appreciate right. that. Stacey, I appreciate your coming. And really, I think what you, what I'm hearing the takeaway is today is really driving home is that we all need to get involved in our community, especially, you know, at, at, at any level. I mean, you, you and your family have just have been really admirable, like soldiers in the volunteering community but uh, we, we can all do it at whatever level that we want to do it even if it's just coming out to walk for the um, the Juneteenth celebration which I will be there so if you want to walk with me hold me up you are welcome to come yes and I hope that uh, you enjoyed today's session as I did with Stacy Taylor thank you very much thank you <laughs>